Imagine you are in the park with your friends, having a nice organic picnic under the shade of the English oak trees. But all of a sudden, disaster strikes. A monarch butterfly lands on your arm just as you are about to reach for the organic valley picnic potato salad. Obviously, you freak out in horror, running away as if the butterfly was chasing after you from behind, right? I can't say that's ever happened to me. Um, I'm not really scared <laughs> of butterflies, but obviously I'm just going to eat the organic valley picnic potato salad. <laughs> Welcome to Modern Story Podcast, episode number seven. Today, we're telling stories about fearing the future. I'm Megan, and I like the color yellow, singer-songwriter music, and taking pictures of the moon. Hi, my name is Brant. I like old movies, eating Chick-fil-A, and hitting all the elevator buttons at the same time. My name's Sophia, and I like cool coffee shops, sunsets, and crossing things off a checklist. Let's get started with Brant and his story called, If I'm Being Honest. In all seriousness, I have no idea what I'm doing. Walking into the lobby of my college dorm room for the first time, I'm wearing a Detroit Tigers baseball cap, a pink sweatshirt, and Adidas basketball shoes, giving off my best impression of what a confident person would look like. Walking into a new school is one thing. Going to college 12 hours away without anyone is petrifying. I walk into the room with friends playing foosball, a group of guys watching Braveheart on TV, and girls in a tight group talking about which pens have the best ink flow for taking notes. On the inside, I am frozen in fear, but on the outside, I have a stoic look on my face. Although this is an unfamiliar situation, I am in a familiar mindset because I feel like I've been pretending my whole life. Again, I have no idea what I'm doing. I just learned last year what a verb, that a verb is an action word and an adverb is a word that modifies a verb. I had no idea what people meant when they said verb. I just used context to figure out what they were saying. I get nervous talking to people who are old enough to tell me what life was like before a McDonald's Big Mac. I feel like they're going into the conversation thinking I'm just another Gen Z kid. So I have to prove to them that I'm actually cool by laughing at anything that sounds like it could be a joke. I have no idea how I make friends. It just happens sometimes. I mean, I have friends. I just don't know how I got them. Is there something that makes one person a close friend while another a close proximity associate? For some reason, every time I get in front of the class, my tongue moves to the back of my throat and my voice gets really deep. Before I speak in front of a group, my heart beats twice as fast and hard twice as fast without fail. As a great philosopher once put it, my palms get sweaty, knees weak, arms get heavy, there's vomit on my sweater already, mom's spaghetti. There's nothing more terrifying to me than picking up my phone to make an appointment. I remind myself each time that they can't actually see who's on the other line, and I do have the ability to accidentally hang up the phone. I have no idea who we fought in World War I, or even why we were fighting. I can tell you all about the second one, who we fought, the, tactic, the tactics we used, the aftermath of it all, but for some reason the first one just didn't stick. What makes good art? Do you have to be dead in order to qualify as a decent artist? I went on a field trip to the Detroit Art Museum once, and no joke, there was a nine-foot magenta painting with a single white stripe down the middle of it. If that qualifies as a masterpiece, I'll be pulling stacks when I'm six feet under. I don't even know how to do taxes. 
Every time my W-2 form comes around, I stare at it in confusion. It's got to be genetic. My mom's had a job since she was 14 and still has someone else do her taxes each year. I know some people do taxes for a living. I just feel like I should be able to do them if I'm going to call myself a man. I think it's a testosterone thing. I don't know how I'm going to handle living in the real world. I live in Minnesota and go to a Christian university. I have professors who pray a hedge of protection over us before we take a test. Every so often, it hits me that I'll have to leave this place and venture off by myself. I still feel like a kid, yet someday I'll have to act like an adult. I guess what I'm trying to say is, I hope the people in the lobby of my dorm building can't read minds. That was good. I really like that. Thank you. Thank you. I honestly wouldn't want people reading my mind either. (laughs) (laughs) That would not be fun. That'd be really weird. Yeah. Have you seen the movie, like, What Women Want with Mel Gibson? It's like he's able to read people's minds. I've seen a movie similar. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but it's the movie about that one woman who can read the minds of men okay so then it's probably a spin-off Ooh, okay it's just so weird honestly it would be it's, it's so terrifying funny. you know I, I wish i knew the movie name it's <laughs> a really funny movie i just come to mind with the um inside out that movie. Oh. <laughs> i mean <laughs> those, they're not reading their mind but it's the emotions yeah. <laughs> that's pretty close it's pretty close yeah it's okay so do you think one of my questions is um that you're kind of like the world is sugar-coated for you since you're here in Minnesota, you go to Bethel University. I do. You do? (laughs) (laughs) I would say that's a little sugar-coated, yes. Just because um, uh, we go to a Christian school, not only a Christian school, but we go to a Christian school in Minnesota. Yeah. So it's like Minnesota nice to Mm -hmm. its farthest extent, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, people are praying for me all the time, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Always holding the door. Exactly, exactly. And so, honestly, uh, making the jump from Detroit, Michigan, where I had my family and all that, to coming to Bethel wasn't really that big of a difference because I feel like I have a brand new family here. Mm -hmm. Um, But honestly, we're in our own little bubble here. Yeah. And the more and more that I grow up and I hear about all my friends from high school's experience of college, it is completely different than Mm -hmm. my experience. So it makes going into the real world after graduation that much more terrifying, honestly. Yeah. So have you do you guys have friends from high school have who have told you what life is like in other colleges? Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Especially like state schools. I've seen it. Yeah. It's like insane. Like all the party schools. Yeah. Like, whoa. Yeah. (laughs) It sounds like a completely new experience, you know? Like people are staying up till 2 a.m. partying and I'm over here like homework. (laughs) (laughs) Homework grind. (laughs) Honestly, though, I would pick Bethel over again if I had the choice. Like this is definitely a good place for me. Yeah. Same. I'm not ripping on Bethel at all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh since you went to the art museum, would you ever consider picking up art as a hobby now that you know that, like, one can. line can make you <laughs> millions of dollars? Um, you know, I, I'm not that good of an artist. <laughs> I would love to be an artist, but I do think that I can use a ruler to have to do this painting. You know, it yeah. was so crazy. I would think I was in fourth grade when this came out. <laughs> And it was literally just a line, and me and my friends were joking about it the entire time. Just so, stuck with you ever exactly. since. Exactly. And you guys have seen the painting about, like, the Campbell's soup, right? Yeah. Oh, my exactly. gosh. Yeah. It's just a picture of a can of soup. I don't understand why that's good, you yeah. know? Yeah.
next we have Sophia performing her essay, Just Smile and Pretend. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just constantly contemplating my future and constantly worrying about every small decision I have to make. I can't even decide where I should eat half the time. That's mostly because I don't ever really know what I want. I think that's my issue. I worry too much about what people think and what everyone wants for me. I look like I have my future figured out. Big shot dentist as young as possible. My life is like a race to get done with school as fast as possible and constantly thinking about the future. What classes do I take next? What colleges should I look for for graduate school? Do I want to live the dream college life in San Diego, California with perfect beach days or San Minnesota? I mean, that one's kind of obvious, but sometimes I think that my big goal to pursue a career that will take years of hard work and determination is not possible to reach. How am I going to do this if I'm not even graduating from high school where everyone still cares about who's dating who? How is this possible if I can't even understand what's going on in Gen Chem 2? What are intermolecular forces? I always forget. I still get nervous when I'm sitting in class as the teacher calls on me to read out loud. Like in freshman year when Miss Aki called me out to read the first page of The Outsiders. After that, I literally had to leave the room because of the heat crawling throughout my whole body. The nervousness of everyone looking at me made me question how it's going to be when I grow up. I'm only 16 and I have no idea how college works or how I'm supposed to live without my parents telling me how much money to put in my savings or how to plan to pay bills and deal with finances to make my own doctor appointments or return the broken Ikea nightstand or to take my car to get an oil change. Debit cards and credit cards confuse me. Which one's which? I can't even have a credit card yet. Though I think it'd be good to think of getting one when I can because of credit score and stuff, whatever that is. I don't really know how life works. Usually I just depend on my parents and what they decide. I am really independent, really. But I also ask my parents every time I make a decision. Is that bad though? It is a second opinion, right? Wouldn't it just be easier to say the things we don't know? I don't really know what my favorite song is, and I can rarely choose what I want to eat. And I sometimes don't know what I'm going to do in school. Maybe asking for help is the right answer, but in reality, our world really makes it difficult to ask for help. So maybe it would just be better to just smile and pretend. Snaps. Snaps. That was good. Nice job. I relate to all of that. Yeah. It's true. How, um... How has it been since you do PSEO at a college and then like you hang out with high school friends? Because I just remember high school. It's like all these people were so immature. and Yeah, I mean, so from high school, I don't really hang out with as much people. I hang out. I'm very close with the people from my church and they're my age. And some of them go to my high school. But like I came here for a reason, and I kind of wanted to branch out, you know, and make new friends and stuff. So it's been pretty easy. I like everyone at Bethel. It's a really good environment. Everyone? Everyone. Everyone? Everyone. Wow. (laughs) I'm a nice person. What can I say? There's not that one person that just didn't hold the door for you that you just don't like. That one Wisconsin person. Let me think. Hey guys, I'm actually from Nebraska, so (laughs) yeah, I moved here when I was like going into eighth grade, so it was like kind of a weird transition. Yeah. So it was like, it made it people. Yeah. That's crazy. I know people from everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Um. All right. So my question is, first of all, your 
career path seems really cool being a dentist honestly well, yes yeah. um but it was clear in your essay that you were kind of anxious sometimes and you were kind of second guessing yourself and so i was gonna ask what makes you come back to like a good mindset and stay on that same career path oh that's a good question oh <laughs> that is i mean okay so one thing that I always joke about to my mom is how I just need to make it so I can walk down and get that white coat on. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I picture in my head. That's the goal. But honestly, like, I just, I'm a very goal-oriented person. So I really need to have, like, the priorities there so I can kind of, like, just see what I need to do. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't have like specific things that drive me. I just, I have a goal and I'm going to get to it eventually. Mm -hmm. There are some things that are tough, like chemistry, <laughs> <laughs> really hard, but it'll be okay. It'll be fine. Just so. Manifest, manifest that white coat. Exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, I had one more question. Uh, do you know what intermolecular forces are? Or that one thing that you had no idea what it was? <laughs> I actually do now. I just oh, studied okay. that today. <laughs> what is it? Because I have no idea. I've never taken a chemistry class in college or anything like that. It's like, oh no, people are going to hear this. Imagine if I explained it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what I think it is, is it's like the forces between bonds. So like there's hydrogen bonding dipole interactions ion dipole there's like there's a few different types and i like last week met with my chemistry teacher i'm like i don't know what any of this means <laughs> and now i do though it's is okay. this basic chemistry this is gen chem 2 i Ooh, did basic so. i did the first one last semester so it's okay. <laughs> here's megan and her story called life is a series of i don't know I don't have a single clue what I'm doing with my life. In all seriousness, if you ask me throughout the day what I'm doing, I reply with what I'm doing next in my day. But in my head, I have no idea. I applaud people who have their life figured out or at least know what time they are planning on going to bed. However, the main idea that has been puzzling my mind is how you can have life figured out completely and then it can make you do a complete 180 degree like the hokey pokey. I don't really know why life can't just give me the power to control what I'm doing. I always have multiple lists of tasks to complete with one list being about schoolwork, one list about adultish things to do, and one list about little random things to complete. As you can see by the list, I also have multiple plans in case something goes wrong. Some people might call this a control freak, however, I call it being a strategic person. I can't seem to figure out the people who can just go with the flow and fly by the seat of their pants. It makes me anxious when I ask people what their plan for the day is and they just reply with, oh, I don't know, we'll just see where it takes me. I don't understand why life will give me opportunities to plan for the future and then we'll bulldoze it down where I have nothing left. I can give you an example that I know everyone at Bethel can relate to. Planning on what you are going to eat in the D.C. And when you get there, they don't have lo mein, as the menu said. Another key example of life bulldozing is planning my rooming situation for next year. And life just throws me a surprise and squashes everything. Like in the movie Hannah Montana when Jackson falls into the watermelon patch and gets a watermelon stuck on his head. That weight that Jackson feels is the equivalent of life bulldozing me. 
I can't comprehend how the times when I actually don't plan anything are the times that life will show me the greatest acts of what it means to be alive. I get that when we give up everything and just let what is supposed to happen be, but why do we have to do that in the first place? Everyone always says the phrase, if it's meant to be, then it'll be, but how do you just try to not control your life? I'm the type of person who puts on a perfect life for others, but on the inside is where things break, and I know others do it too. I wonder how life watches people and does not allow for something to be in our hands. Literally anything. I will take anything that I can have. I don't know how my life will turn out, nor do I know how to convince life to give me some control. I don't know what I'll do in four years, but at least I can plan what time I wake up by my alarm clock. I don't know when life will give me surprises or heartaches, but I guess I just have to continue on and take whatever life will throw at me. Nice really job. Good. Thank you, thank you. That was good. So did you ever figure out your rooming situation or is that still ongoing? <laughs> that is still ongoing. Oh, yeah. So it's a stressful. Though. It's so stressful. It really is. That's okay. You're going to figure <laughs> it out. Every day, it, like, changes. Basically, oh every day. <laughs> oh, my. All right. So, I, I'm i coming from the exact opposite point of view. <laughs> I'm more of a go-with-the-flow kind of guy, yeah, as yeah. you say. And so, it's something that just really didn't make sense to me were all of the plans that you make. <laughs> Yeah. So my question is, where do you keep all these plans and how do you keep track of them all? Yeah, so um, I have like a scratch sheet of paper usually. I have like a folder and it has just like random notebooks of paper. And I'll just like write different lists um, and like write adulting or like schoolwork. And then sometimes I make lists in my planner. And then the best part is my friend gave me a sticky note that's dry erasable dry um, erasable yeah so like you can stick it on a desk or on a wall and then so it's a reusable sticky note basically and it still sticks to everything wait do you yeah. know she bought it <laughs> i honestly <laughs> like where do you I find something no like idea. that <laughs> maybe amazon oh, that would make <laughs> Always sense amazon. yeah but yeah so usually i'll write on there because then i can um erase things okay cool. yeah Planning. Oof. <laughs> Exciting. I mean, I like to plan too. I like, I have my little planner and I write yep. everything. Each class is a different color. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And and it connects with your GCAL. So what the is colors. <laughs> What's a GCAL? <laughs> like Google Calendar. Oh, I've never heard anyone call really? it GCAL. Really? Yeah. I'm serious. Does everyone at Bethel call it that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everyone. That's kind of embarrassing for me. No, it's <laughs> not okay. embarrassing. No, yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. But like, GCAL is Google Calendar. Yeah. Guys, and then like your The classes. more you know. <laughs> I know. It's the hip sayings we have it, in college. Oh, oh for sure. Oh my gosh. Wow, I did not know that. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. PSCO, you're just learning at this point. You right? learn something new every yeah, day. Guys, please don't flame me. <laughs> um, so you were saying that there are times, though, when you have gone with the flow and it has turned out well? Right? Yeah. Do you oh, have yeah. any examples for me? Has there been a time that there, like you just forgot to bring the planner or forgot to bring the dry erasable sticky note and you actually had a good time? Um... Are you learning to have a good time, though, when going with yeah. the flow? Are you learning to do I, this? I feel like in college, yeah, I am learning. You have to learning. be spontaneous. Yeah. You have to be very I, spontaneous. I can't think of a specific moment, but um, 
I definitely have been learning through You're college. Growing? Yeah, oh, okay. I'm definitely. So we're growing. bringing you to the dark side over here yeah. <laughs> in, in college. Soon I'll just lose all my lists then. <laughs> exactly. No more lists. Yeah. That's okay. No, sometimes, you know, it makes you grow more. <laughs> Growth is good. Yes. So uh what have we learned today in this podcast? So what I've kind of learned from all of us is that even though we're all really different in a way that we don't know what I'm do what we're doing <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing <laughs> we don't know what we're doing at all so it's just kind of interesting to hear like all our little stories and our little examples of like how we don't know how to do specific things and how sometimes things don't work out like in the DC yeah when yeah. we can't get lo mein <laughs> and just that kind of stuff it's, I did have lo mein for lunch though today I I do have really? to say oh and so I we did do have a good ending yes all right yes happy endings are good <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I just think that if we pretend to be people that we're not it's people will actually end up believing us <laughs> because I don't know we just look put together but we might not be. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah, I uh, going off of that, like it's kind of funny how we all like deal with different things, but yet sometimes we have the same thoughts and insecurities and questions, you know. And so that was just kind of intriguing because we're all coming from completely different points of view. Like, yeah, you're a 16 year old in college. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and I have all these questions, you know, but we mm -hmm. all kind of have similar um things that we're going through at this point yeah all college students just don't know what they're doing <laughs> they're all confused okay guys we're all confused <laughs> one day at a time you got this it's also funny that none of us like had some revolutionary thoughts but we kind of came back to like just how things were so like what was the ending of your paper oh yeah making us do? yeah i just kind of said like it it's kind of hard to ask for help in this society, so maybe it would just be, be better to smile and pretend. Exactly, and mine is like, I hope the people in my dorm building just can't read minds. So like, we have all these like, same similar thoughts, yeah. but we all basically live in the same world too. And so we kind of have to conform to society, which kind of sucks, honestly. It really does. So. Yeah, you just, you just don't know what life is gonna give you, and then you just have to ac accept it one way or another. Yeah, which is sometimes rough because society's rough. <laughs> you don't want to accept it. Expects it expects a lot from you. Yeah, it's true. So it's kind of hard. Uh, we want to thank some people for helping us out in this Modern Story podcast at Bethel University in St. Paul, Minnesota. Thanks to Professor Chris Schaffner and his teaching assistants for maintaining the podcast studio and giving us access to it. Thanks to the writers who inspired our stories, and we should thank each other for our edits. Look for the next episode of Modern Story Podcast, which is about new things leading to adventures. And lastly, go tell your great-grandma. Your elementary school crush. Your dentist. Your houseplants. The stuffed animals on your bed. That one guy looking through your laptop computer about Modern Story Podcast. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you.